If you will, turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. And uh, for the sake of time, it's going to be a rather lengthy reading, but for the sake of time, I'll, I'll go ahead and begin reading. It's in Acts chapter 9, verse number 1. The Bible said, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men of men or women, uh, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly uh, there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell, on, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice uh, saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was, the, and he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and hath seen a vision, and a, a man named Ananias... Uh, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him uh, that he might receive his sight. And then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done uh, to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here uh, he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a, a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith. And arose and was baptized, and when he had received meat, he was strengthened, and was saw certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogues, that he might, that he in the Son of God. Uh, but, uh, but all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them which called on his name? Uh, in Jerusalem, uh, and came uh, hither for that, for that intent, uh, that he might bring them bound uh, unto the chief priest. Uh, but Saul increased the more in strength and confounded uh, the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. And after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. Uh, but their laying wait uh, was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him, then the disciples took him by night 
and let him down by the wall in a basket. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we love you tonight. God, I thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, God, Lord, to uh, expound on the Word of God, Lord, and teach your Word. God, I pray, dear Lord God, tonight that, Lord God, you'd uh, give me utterance. God, help me, Lord God, to say what you'd have me say. God, if I uh, try to go anywhere, Lord, beyond what you'd have me say, God, stop me, God. And, Lord God, I just pray, God, that you'd illuminate my mind, God, and loose my tongue, God, and help me, uh, God, tonight. Lord, use me, God, I pray. Dear Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. We see here in this uh, portion of Scripture, in chapter 9 of the book of Acts, uh, uh, we see that uh, Saul, a man that persecutes the Christians, the Jews, uh, the people that follow after Christ, uh, a man that uh, he's stoned Christians, he's stoned them, he's killed them, my friend, and he persecutes them. And here he's uh, seeking the chief priest uh, uh, that he might uh, come into Jerusalem and, and bind them up and take them. Amen. And we find here that Saul... Uh, is going to Damascus to kill Christians and find Christians and kill them, amen. Uh, but we find here that on his way, somebody steps into his life, amen. Uh, somebody stops him uh, on his way. Somebody uh, smites him with blindness tonight, amen. And I thank God for the night that I was out there in the back of that old hayfield uh, doing everything I could to stay out of the will of God. And my friend, I remember uh, like it was yesterday sitting there with the a 40 ounce of Budweiser as a 15 year old boy uh, sitting there with a 40 ounce of Budweiser on a TV and, uh, and just as smoked a joint, amen uh, but my friend I was sitting there pulling copper out the back of that old TV when somebody came to speaking in a still small voice and said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, amen and I walked out there on that porch of that old house and I looked up and I seen the moon and I remembered brother Mike Andrews preaching out of the book of Genesis talking about how God hung the stars and hung the moon and created the sun for the greater light amen and I remembered sitting and crawling up under those pews in that church and getting up there to the very first pew and seeing brother Mike Andrews preach amen and I remembered the verses that rung out in my head that night and my friend I laid there in my bed that night so scared that I was going to wake up in hell and my friend I thank God tonight that I've got the full salvation amen I thank God that I've got the full salvation as Miss Brittany just sang about, I thank God I got all the way in. I thank God that I didn't get halfway in. I thank God that I got it all the way. Amen. For without the shedding of blood is no remission of sins. I thank God that I didn't show up to some old church where some man slaps you on the forehead and says be healed. I thank God that I didn't show up to some place where they sprinkle you with water. And my friend, I thank God that I didn't show up to some place where they just splash you in a little pool. Amen. But I thank God that I showed up to an old-fashioned, old-timey, Holy Ghost-filled Baptist church with a man of God that's not afraid to preach the gospel and preach about Jesus and preach about the blood. Hallelujah to God. I thank God that I showed up here. For without the shedding of blood is no remission of sins. We find here, I don't even know how I got off on all that, but I, it sure helped me, amen. 
we see here that Paul walking along the road to Damascus and somebody appears to him. Somebody shows up in his life, amen, smote him with blindness. <laughs> and he said, who art thou? And paraphrasing here, he said, is this the Lord? And the Lord said, it is me, amen. I thank God for that night Jesus showed up in my life. My friend God changed my whole life that night. I showed up here the next day and Brother Josh was up there preaching on Calvary. Preaching about the Lord up there on the cross. Amen. And I remember that in that morning. And my friend, I sat there and my, my fists were clenched so tight. And I sat there thinking, and I, I don't know what I need to do. I don't know why I feel like this. I don't know why I'm so scared. I had never felt like that before. And I can only imagine what Paul was feeling that, that day out there at the road to Damascus. I can only imagine what he was feeling. Amen. And I, and I can only imagine. Amen. But we see here that in Paul's conversion, amen, uh, there was an appearing. Uh, anytime a man or a woman gets saved, there's going to be an appearing of the Holy Spirit or there's going to be an appearing of Jesus, amen. And my friend, I come to this church every single time the doors are open. Uh, anything that's going on here, I want to be here. And my friend, every time I come through the doors of this church uh, and I sit down in a service, amen, I feel the presence of a thrice holy God. I can see Him moving in this place. Uh, I can see the lives that's been changed. Uh, Brother Seth, I remember the night you answered the call to preach uh, and I could see how your life changed since then. I could see how your love and affection toward God changed. Amen. Uh, that's all because God showed Himself. Uh, it's all because God manifested Himself. Uh, and my friend, God manifested Himself to me. And I'm standing up here tonight uh, preaching to you and teaching you. Amen. The Word of God. Hallelujah. In Dallas, I remember you as a lost man. We were both wicked when we were lost. We were both bad people. I mean, we, were, we had good morals and we had uh, respect toward people, but uh, when it was just us and it was just our family, we were wicked, amen. We'd go out in this world, we'd put on a show to everybody, say, yeah, we're real respectful people. Uh, we have manners and all that. Uh, but my friend, we were wicked before God. I was wicked. I know I was. But Dallas, I remember. I remember that morning you walked up to me after church. And Brother Dillon was up there preaching. Brother Josh was preaching out of town. We had just had that three-week revival. My brother walks up to me and says, Jeff, I need to talk to you. I said, all right, let's talk. He said, let's walk outside. We walked outside and we went straight toward the tabernacle. And my friend, I remember what he said. He said, I remember as a little kid and praying in the halls with, uh, with somebody. It may have been Brother Mike. He said, I, uh, I thought I'd been saved. He said, I thought I was saved all this time. 22 years the boy thought he was saved. Hallelujah to God. And then one day he just walks up and says, I need to get saved. Hallelujah. 
That's because God showed Himself to him. A man can think he's saved his whole life. A man can go his whole life thinking that he's been born again. But my friend, until he actually gets in the presence of God and he, he, he knows that he's never experienced that before. He knows that he's never seen that before. He knows that he's never heard that before. He knows that he's never been in this before. My friend, he'll recognize then that he is not saved. And that he's on his way to hell. There's an appearing, my friend. And then there's an anointing. And we see over here that uh, God calls Ananias to go over there while Paul is praying. And Ananias lays his hand on Paul's shoulder and says, Brother Saul, God has sent me that you might receive your sight. Amen. And that you might be filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's only after salvation that God will give you an anointing. Amen. I've been anointed by the Holy Ghost to preach the Word of God. I've been anointed by the Holy Ghost to teach the Word of God. Amen. I've been anointed by God to serve Him. Hallelujah. I thank God that it wasn't by man or it's not for man, but I thank God that it's for Him and it's by Him. Hallelujah to God. I thank God that I do this not for any of you. Seth, I ain't doing this for you. Dallas, I ain't doing this for you. Brother Dad, I ain't doing this for you. And my friend, I'm doing this for God. Hallelujah. I've been anointed by God. Hallelujah. So we see Paul's conversion. And we see Paul's consecration. Hallelujah. And look with me here in verse number 15. It says, But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Paul's consecration, God gave him a divine service, my friend. God gave him a duty. But Paul, the very one who persecuted the Lord, the very one who went against everything uh, that the Word of God stood for, the very one that went and killed at God's people, uh, is now the one that's going to stand before the rest of the world and bear His name, hallelujah, and to suffer the affliction of God's people. Uh, just like Moses, the Bible said, choosing rather to suffer the affliction of God's people than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. I thank God uh, that now I've been chosen. And my friend, I thank God that God's given me a duty. I thank God that He's given me service. I thank God that He's given me something to do. I remember... Uh, when I was just beginning in this, when I'd just been saved, I remember uh, Brother Josh asking me to do something, and uh, I, I don't know what made him say this. I can't remember that much, but I remember him saying laziness uh, will get you nowhere in the ministry. And I remembered, I remembered him saying that if you're going to serve God, he said you're going to have to work hard and be willing to learn. Amen. So you're going to have to work hard. Yeah. And being in the ministry ain't easy. I know that much. God hasn't given me a ministry of my own. Uh, not yet, but I believe. And I, I watch him, Brother Josh, and the frustration that he goes through. And, the, and I can tell when he's mad. I can tell when he's upset. Uh, I can tell that the ministry is not easy. 
There's nothing easy about the ministry. I've heard the stories that he's told me. Uh, the ministry is not easy. My friend, but God's given him a divine service. God's given him something to do. And it's not for you. It's not by you. Uh, you didn't tell him to get up here and preach. Uh, you didn't make him get up here and stand before you and preach. Uh, my friend, God told him. My friend, God called him. My friend, the Bible said, how shall they preach except they be sent? Hallelujah. And Paul in all his epistles to the churches, he says, Paul called to be an apostle, not by man, neither for man, but by the Holy Ghost of God, and for Jesus, and for the Father. Amen. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's for God. Amen. And God's given him a great devotion. There's a great devotion. Paul, he wrote so many books to the Bible. There in the New Testament, all those letters to the churches, and he expounds on the on the Word of God, and he expounds on what God has taught him, and he teaches other people how to live godly lives. And my friend, isn't this crazy? The very one that killed Christians, the very one that persecuted Christ, is the very one now teaching people how to live for God. Hallelujah! Isn't that wonderful? God can take the vilest of sinners, the worst of sinners, the most wicked of sinners, and turn their whole life around, turn their world upside down, and make them do absolutely wonderful things for Him. Isn't that wonderful? God's given Him a great devotion. And if you watch Him throughout the books, God's given Him a great development. There was a great growth in in Paul's life. He went from fleeing from the crowds when they were trying to come against him after preaching to standing there and confronting them about it. Uh, he went from running from those people to standing before them and, being, and having the boldness of God and to stand before them and proclaim His name before them. Amen. Now, there was a great development in Paul's life. And we see next uh, Paul's commission. Amen. In verse number 16, For I will show him how great things he will suffer for my name's sake. Uh, the Bible says that he is to bear his name before the Gentiles. And God called uh, the Apostle Paul as we know him today. Back then, his name was Saul. That's what everybody knew him by. Uh, but we know him as the Apostle Paul. And uh, God said that I want him to bear my name before the Gentiles. He was to be an apostle to the Gentiles. While the rest of the disciples preached to the Jews, uh, Paul was the only one preaching to the Gentiles. Paul was the one preaching to us, the lost ones of this world, the ones that had nothing to do with the Jewish descent. My friend, we were the ones that Paul came and preached to. These old wretched, dirty, Gentile dogs. My friend, Paul went to preach to the rest of the world. Hallelujah. That was Paul's commission. That's what God called him to do. Hallelujah. And I thank God for what he's done in the lives of so many people. Like I said earlier, I remember when you answered the call to preach. I remember when you got saved. 
And I remember when Nathan got saved and Anthony, and I can see where their life has gone since then. And it's been wonderful watching what God's been doing. Amen. I thank God for what He's been doing in this place. I've met people uh, when we've gone to these meetings. Brother Seth, I've met people uh, that were new, uh, that were new uh, Christians. And I still see them today at those meetings. And I can see where God had them then and where they're at now. And my friend, I could see the clothes that they wear. I could tell by the clothes that they wore that they were new Christians. I could tell by the way they acted that they were new Christians. I could tell by, by how they conducted themselves that they were new Christians. And my friend, I see them now. They're serving God. They're living for Him. Uh, there's some of them that's even preachers now. Uh, my friend, I thank God for what it does in the hearts of sinners. Amen. I remember where I was in that day when God saved me. I remember my life as a lost man. My friend, I was wicked. I used to go out there to that hay field not only just to steal copper, but that if, if anybody in the neighborhood ever wanted to fight, that's where we'd meet up. That's where we would go. In Dallas, he can vouch for me. We've had some knockout dragouts out there. You know, we've had some bad ones out there. And my friend, I j I'm just saying this in all in remembrance of what God has done for me and where God has brought me from. And I've had people even try to fight me since I've been saved. Uh, but I tell them the Bible says to be no brawler. I said, I'm not going to fight you. My friend, I just look at myself, and I'm not saying this to boast in myself, but I'm saying this to brag on God tonight. I look at myself and I see what God's done and I just want to thank Him. Amen. It's a blessing seeing what God does with sinners. Well, tonight I just wanted to say, Miss Brittany, if you will, come to the piano. I just wanted to say and teach to you or preach to you or whatever I've done tonight. I feel like I've preached more than I've taught, but uh, I just wanted to say on uh, what God does with sinners. My friend, there's a calling that God will bestow on a man. There's a calling God will put on your heart. And I've had people come up to me and say, how do you know? How do you know? My friend, you'll know when God gets a calling. I didn't have to, t I didn't have to get nobody to tell me if God was calling me or not. I didn't have to get nobody to tell me nothing, my friend. It was a voice I've never heard before. It was a presence I've never been in before. It was a feeling I've never felt before. And for one, it scared me. Another, <laughs> it just scared me, amen. I don't know any other way to explain it, but it just scared me. I thought I was going to go to hell. But my friend, I thank God that the Bible said that for God so loved the world. Hallelujah. The world that's saying God loved you. God loved me. God loved anybody you could ever think of so much that He gave His only begotten Son. Uh, he sent His only Son to die for you. Amen. Oh, 
what a blessing it's been. Well, I thank y'all for listening to me. If you will stand tonight. And every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. I wonder how many of you tonight, if God's dealt with your heart, if you'll, if you'll call on Him and if you'll ask Him to help you. I wonder if there'll be one in here tonight that's lost and on their way to hell. If you call on God to save you tonight, my friend, now's as good a time as any. I ask God to save you.